Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 214 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am super excited to be connecting with you all, and I hope that things are going well for you and that you're staying safe and staying healthy. And I really mean that. By the time this podcast comes out, I don't know where we'll be in the state of the coronavirus world. I am recording this episode right in the middle of the pandemic. I think that most places or some places in the US are about to reach their peak, but of course, we don't quite know that yet. But I imagine life won't be too dramatically different by the time this recording comes out. Most of us will probably still be quarantined and not living our quote unquote normal lives. So please stay safe. Please stay healthy. And I'm just sending you so much love and compassion, especially if you are quarantining alone. And especially if you're an extrovert, I know this is hard. This is not how you get your energy. So make sure you're taking care of yourself and scheduling Skype dates and making sure you're connecting with people while also staying safe, staying healthy. Okay. I love getting all the messages I've been getting on Instagram. So if you haven't connected with me there, please do so. I would love to hear from you. love to hear what's going on in your life, any questions, all of those things. So I'm Veronica E. Grant. Just a reminder, I don't bite, but I do always respond. So make sure you reach out and say hello there. And if you want to be coached on this podcast, it's totally for free. We will coach for about 20, 30 minutes. And as you can tell from this episode, we can unpack a lot and get a lot done. Head over to 
veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's where you can sign up. And again, it's totally free. And I will be batching some of these podcast coaching calls in the next month or so because I'm going to be preparing for baby and maternity leave. So I want to get as many episodes recorded as possible so that you still get a weekly show while I'm gone. That is the plan so far. So again, if you want to be coached for free by me, and if you want to use a pseudonym so no one knows who you are, that's totally fine. VeronicaGrant.com forward slash podcast. Scroll to the bottom of that page and you'll see a link about scheduling yourself onto my show. And if you don't see the link or have any questions about it, then you can just send me a DM. Again, Veronica E. Grant on Instagram or send me an email over at VeronicaGrant.com forward slash contact. Okay, on to today's episode. I'm super excited, as I always am, but this episode just feels really relevant for a lot of things going on in my business. So I couldn't be more appreciative of Sherry for asking these questions and being open to being coached in the way that I coached her today. So in this episode, I mentioned my upcoming inner child course, and I haven't talked about it too much, but you'll definitely be hearing a lot about it over the next few weeks. And this course has really been a long time coming. You know, I'm at a point where I can't necessarily work with everyone who's interested in working with me, whether it's because of finances or just simply because of my schedule. I only have so much room in my calendar. And so I really wanted to create something where you could just come to my website and purchase the course and go through the exact process, the inner child process that I take my clients through, because I truly believe that this is really the only way for a long-term sustainable change in your life. A lot of times we focus on changing your profile for the millionth time or thinking you just have to lose weight and all of those things, but that's not really going to change your life and especially your love life in the long run. I think you have to work from the inside out. And that's exactly what I do inside the inner child course. So I've streamlined the process with the work that I do with my clients. And I've streamlined it for this course that I think that'll help a lot, a lot of women. So again, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash inner child, get the first lesson for free. And that's also the place where you'll hear about the introductory pricing that will only be available for the first couple of weeks that the course opens. Okay, so today on the show, I coach Sherry on a pattern that she has where she's always wanting to be somewhere she's not. So if she's in a relationship, she wants out. If she's out of a relationship, she wants to be in a relationship. And not surprisingly, this pattern shows up in other areas of her life, including her career. She's in one job and she wants to be in another one or she wants the next thing. And I can personally relate to that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in the breakdown after the show. So make sure you listen to that. So once we get to the root of Sherry's block, I want you to pay close attention to how I coach her through resolving this pattern, because it isn't usually enough to just do one thing in your life differently, and then boom, your pattern changes. Instead, it's really a longer term process that requires a few specific steps. Now, these steps aren't always linear, and it isn't always like clean cut, but all of them are required, I believe, to see change. And by the way, I take you through these steps, and I teach about this in depth in the Inner Child course. So I think you'll like this episode a lot, especially for my more logical thinkers or the ones who want specific steps and actions to take, like you need something tangible and concrete to hang on to and not just feel into the new vibration or whatever. 
I think you'll really like this episode. And also, if you want to move from beyond awareness to integration and implementation, so your patterns actually change. Now, I will say before we get started, there was some connectivity issues and some trucks driving outside my window. I believe the audio is fine. I just wanted to give you a heads up that there might be some little splotchy type sounds, and you might hear a truck or two driving outside my window. And I thought about closing the windows, but also you might be able to hear the birds chirping. And it just sounded so nice, especially in quarantine. It just felt like that's what I really needed. And it might be what you really need to if you can hear the birds chirping in the background. And in fact, you might be able to hear them right now as I'm doing this intro. So if you can, I hope that brings you some sweetness into your day. And with that, let's get to my coaching conversation with Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Veronica. I have a question about relationships. I have a lot of trouble in relationships. I'm in and out. When I get in one, it's like when I'm single, it's like, oh, I want a relationship or I'm ready for one. I've done enough work now. And then I get in one and then I want to jump out all the time. And I seem to like create a lot of drama in them. And then I have the moments where I like come back to, okay, like I don't really want to break up. Like that was just, I feel like I had like lost control of myself and then I get control and it's like, we're good. And then all of a sudden I lose it again. And it's like, no, I want out. So how do I work past that? Well, how long has this pattern been going on for? I had met my husband when I was 18 and it didn't happen then. And we were together about 16 years, but he cheated on me about a year after we were together. We had our first baby and he left me for another woman. And we got back together about a year after that. And I noticed that was when it started. It was like, I wanted to be with him. I didn't want to be with him. And for our whole rest of our 15 years of the relationship, I was, I want a divorce. I don't want a divorce. I want a divorce. I don't want a divorce. And then I finally left. Yeah. Like, when I was like 33. So like almost 11 years ago and any relationship I've had since then has been the same thing. And it's actually with my husband, I chalked it up as my soul was like, he is not the one for you get out. But anyone I've met since then, it's like literally from the beginning. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. quite a while. (laughs) What's the fear, you know, when you're in a relationship and you want to get out or you're not in a relationship and you want to be in a relationship, like what's the fear? Tell me what's going through your head. What I have kind of come to learn through the work that I have been like trying to work on myself and, and the different healing things I've done is like self-worth, I think is a big part of it. Like not feeling worthy of especially when they come in and they treat me good. It's like, who are you? You know, what are you doing? I tend to not like that. And I, I stayed in marriage for so long because I was so scared to be alone. And then I've been on my own for 10, 11 years now. The relationships I have had don't last very long because it's like, there's so many fears around it, like fear of like losing myself, fear of, becoming dependent on somebody, fear of allowing love to really be in there, fear of loving somebody else. There's like multiple layers, it feels like. So this goes well beyond wanting to be in a relationship, wanting to not be in a relationship, wanting to be in a relationship, right? Like that's not really the problem. That's the symptom. Yeah. No. 
Yeah. I mean, our patterns, sometimes they can manifest themselves a little bit later in life. Like if you go through something like a divorce or being cheated on or a traumatic relationship or really anything can manifest a symptom, right? Like the outward appearance of a pattern, but it usually never just comes from that, right? It's from something else. So what do you think this all comes from? The last relationship I was just in is when I really started to notice and become more aware of what I was doing. And I started to work some things out, but then it almost like it starts to feel like it's bigger than what I'm realizing. And I, I know like my dad passed away when I was eight years old and I kind of connected with that part of myself that was like, you know, going through what I remembered about his death and and how I handled that. And the only memories I have from the moment I found out to the moment of his funeral was every feeling was, I mean, at eight years old, you're a kid, you you want to have fun, there's things going on in your life that are fun. And I created this story of like, my dad just died, like I have to be sad, like I didn't even know how to wrap my head around it. But then it was like, well, this is happening in my life right now. And this is fun. And I really enjoy this. Like, I want to be happy, but then I can't be happy because my dad died. And I remember the feeling every time I would go to those places, the thing was like, I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to do. And I realized that every relationship, when I'm in that dramatic part of like, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. That's the phrase that's going through my head. I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to do. Then as I sat with that more, it feels like it's bigger than just that. Mm -hmm. Does this this pattern occur in other areas of your life? And I'll just give you some examples, like either in career, like you get a new job and you're like, oh, what's the next thing? Or you go on a trip and you're like, oh, where's the next place I want to go to? Or you move to a new city and you're like, oh, where's the next place (laughs) that I'm going to live? Yeah, it does. And I notice it affecting, like, even in my job, and like, I want more. And then it's like, well, I don't feel worthy of more. Like, who are you to do that? And how are you going to do that? And nobody's going to like that. Or nobody's going to, you know, come to you if you do that. Like, it's, but I want to do that. And it's like, well, you can't do that. You know, it's like the back and forth. So I do, I see it play out in multiple areas of my life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can 100% relate to that. I never really do that in relationships, but in terms of jobs and where I'm going to go next and where I'm going to live next, like, oh my gosh, I see that all the time. Here's the thing. Like, I know worthiness is a thing and I know worthiness is something that I think is universal that we all struggle with. I think that's just a human thing. And I think it might be a little extra challenging for women just because there's all this societal pressure on like having babies and being married and looking a certain way and blah, blah, blah. However, I'm not convinced that's like the thing, right? Like I know I talk about a lot. I know a lot of other podcasters and personal development people talk about it a lot. I think it's more of like, you're seeking something, right? You want to be in a relationship to seek something. You want to find the next career move to seek something. You want to travel to the next place to seek something. Does that resonate? Yeah. Yeah. So what are you seeking? That's a good question. I was just going to ask you that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, as I did some journaling, when I was like connecting with that little eight-year-old self and like, I was just letting things come out and I realized like, 
my standards are so high and, and I don't know if they're so high for my self. Well, it all comes back to you, but it's like for relationships, it's like, I've created this, like, because I didn't grow up in a healthy relationship environment. I had like a traumatic childhood, a lot of like emotional abuse. And it was like, for me, it's like, I have to learn I'm learning how to create what a healthy relationship looks like because I've never had one and I never grew up with one. So mm-hmm. it's almost like I created this, like, this is what it is. And it's almost like nobody can match to that. And then I, it's like, well, you don't match to that or you're not, I deserve more than this. And then I want out. And then it's like, well, no, I want in because I was being unrealistic. It's, it's See, almost yeah, like it's like unconscious. Yeah, that's why I don't think worthiness is like the thing that's blocking you because look, I don't know exactly what your expectations are in relationships. You don't even have to go into that. But, you know, I hear it from women all the time on the podcast and my clients and everything about, well, maybe my expectations are too high. And like nine times out of 10, they're not. (laughs) I think as women in general, we tend to settle for less than we actually deserve. Look, if you grew up in a household where there was emotional abuse, your dad died when you were eight, there was a lot of trauma. I'm going to classify that as a fairly turbulent childhood. Does that feel true? Yeah. And so you're, you probably were looking for something more, you want something steady, you want something consistent. And you're always looking for that thing to provide that steadiness that consists. And like, as I'm saying this out loud, like, look, like I, I didn't have a parent die when I was little. I didn't have a traumatic childhood in the sense of like, there wasn't emotional abuse, but there was a lot of emotional distance, which created a lot of turbulence and fighting and tempers and all that kind of stuff. And so I can relate to like wanting to find just that stability, that rock, right? And we think we find that outside of ourselves. We think we find that through a new job. We think we find that through a partner. We think we find that through traveling to a new cool place or having a new cool apartment or home or whatever. But obviously we know we can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so where does that leave us? I actually was sitting in the bathtub last night and going through everything that our whole world is going through right now. I live alone and we have shared custody of one more child. So I only get her every second week. And so I'm alone a lot. And it was like that feeling last night of, it was like, I just wanted to feel into what I was really feeling and owning, like just accepting that this is where I am. And it was, it was like, I'm lonely. Like I want somebody here. And then I had that, like you were just saying, like, but you can find that peace inside of you. And yeah, I think that something that it's like always having to come back to. Right. And yeah. So the place that leaves us is the relationship that we have with ourselves, the relationship you have with yourself. And, you know, you didn't have a model for healthy relationships. And a lot of times I find women think that that hinders them or holds them back. And sure, maybe there's an extra learning curve. That might be totally true. But also, you know, it's not like we go out then and try to date and practice, quote unquote, having a healthy relationship because it just doesn't really work with that or work like that. The way you do it is the relationship you have with yourself. You know, it's it's like that quote, I don't think I'm going to get it word for word, but it's basically like wherever you go, there you are, right? You can be single, you can be in this relationship or that relationship. You can live in the city or have that job and wherever you are, you know, there you are. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Because even after I left my marriage, I went through a really rough period of drinking and random men and it brought a lot of pain and stuff to my life. And what I realized is like you saying that is like, it's almost like I left myself, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, I was in such turmoil and in such a bad place. And it's almost like, yeah, like I gave up on myself and just left myself. And then it's like, I guess now coming back to be like, I got your back, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're in a obviously very difficult <laughs> unique time period right now. You know, at the time of recording this, we're in the height of the coronavirus pandemic. We're in the height of everyone quarantining themselves unless they're an essential worker. And it's really hard for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. And I think there's also with it a lot of opportunity, right? And I think you being in the bath and just you feeling lonely and acknowledging it, it doesn't you know, the goal is not to make that feeling go away, even though it might be uncomfortable, but just to acknowledge it and just like, yeah, I feel really lonely right now. And then, you know, how can you be with yourself in that moment, even give yourself a hug or like stroke your arm, like the way you would want a partner to. I think that's a beautiful practice. And I think, you know, doing things more like that can be really helpful. You know, I talk about this out on the show, you know, the way I coach clients is I always look at, okay, what's the spiritual, the emotional, the mental and the physical. So spiritually, how can you be with yourself? Emotionally, how can you be with yourself? Mentally and then physically. So like physically is like doing things other than just like numbing out and watching Netflix. So it's like taking a bath, reading a favorite book or starting like an art project or whatever. Mental might be like the way you talk to yourself, working on the stories and the beliefs, things like that. Maybe affirmations if that resonates. Emotional can be just sitting with the uncomfortable emotions, connecting with your inner child, things like that. And then, you know, spiritual is sitting in meditation, sitting in prayer, sitting in trust and faith that you're exactly where you need to be and it's all working out. So what comes up for you when I say that? I got stuck on the positive affirmations when you said that. I mean, we don't have to go too far. This is like a whole rabbit hole. I, I'm i not like an affirmations girl, let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually just got off the phone with my coach and she was like, Veronica, you know this. Affirmations, you know, don't do shit unless you really believe them. And so yeah. I actually just created this graphic uh, yesterday for the new course I'm creating on inner child work. And it's, you know, if you think of like the Maslow hierarchy of needs pyramid, you know, like our basic needs are like the bottom. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
bottom rung of the pyramid and the top one is self-actualization. The bottom rung of the pyramid here is the spiritual. That's like the base of everything. And then the emotional and then the mental and then the physical. And so if you can get into a place of like, you're really feeling connected with yourself or you're really feeling into a new vibration you want to be or a frequency that you want to be living by. And then if there is a affirmation or a mantra that really resonates, then I think it can be really helpful. But if like you're feeling like crap and then you're just going to go like, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. I'm worthy. It's probably going to be like, what? It doesn't <laughs> what work. Doing? No. <laughs> If today's conversation resonated with you and this feels like something you need, it's possible. There are spots right now available to work with me privately. Together, we can unravel your dating patterns, clear your love blocks, and get you into the relationship you desire and deserve by digging into your constitution, your childhood, and your previous relationships. Working with me privately means I can meet you where you're at and hold your hand through the process. It doesn't matter if you've never done this work or you've been doing it for years. All that matters is that you're done with where you're at and you're ready to find love in the next 12 months and are ready to invest the time and money in radically changing your life. To explore if this is the right fit for you, please visit me at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching to learn more and schedule your introductory call with me. So meditation is because that's something I've been avoiding. It's something that I'm starting like yesterday was the most I've meditated in probably my whole life. Mm -hmm. So is that kind of where if spiritual is at the bottom, that's kind of where I should really be putting a lot of the focus then, right? You know, I think meditation is one way to connect spiritually. I don't know if you have any kind of religious practice, whether it's organized or more of like what people call a spiritual practice, but I think any kind of prayer can work really well. And it doesn't necessarily have to be just sitting there or you know, with your eyes closed, focusing on your breath. I mean, I think that's great. I mean, that's my personal practice, but for some people that doesn't resonate and they just feel antsy. And so it, your spiritual practice can just be taking a walk out in nature, obviously keeping six feet from people <laughs> and, yeah. and just being like among nature and the birds chirping. I don't know if you can hear the birds chirping on the mic um, outside my window, but just listening to that and just being thankful for mother earth and nature and just connecting with, with that, I think can be a really spiritual experience. You can even like, honestly have, oh gosh, I think it was probably, I don't think it was an eat, pray, love. It was one of Elizabeth Gilbert's. It might've been, she might've talked about it there or maybe just in an interview, maybe an interview with Oprah. And she was talking about the ashram she stayed at when she was in the India leg of her journey. And she was talking about these monks who would clean the temple floor every day with a toothbrush. And like that was their spiritual practice. And what she was getting at is that a spiritual practice doesn't have to be like this whole like thing that we have in our head. It can just be some sometimes like the most simple mundane. And can we be in the present moment? Because that's the thing that's actually real right now. The past doesn't exist anymore. The future is not here yet. That's spirituality. And so you could even have a spiritual moment washing the dishes. Like if you're, you know, no music, no podcasts, nothing in the background, and you're just like washing dishes and you can feel the water running over your hands and the slipperiness between your fingers with the soap. And you can just pay like attention to what it's like to, you know, rub the sponge this way and then wipe the dish off that way. You know, also 
Obama talked about how wash, he still washed the dishes even when he was president because it was a way of relaxing for him. And he called it relaxing, but I call it spirituality. <laughs> um, so so it can look however you want it to look. The point is, is that can you be, gosh, this is going to sound super cliche, but can you be one with yourself, right? And just be present. And like the way you're truly present is by focusing on physical sensations because that's happening in real time. Like you can feel me or hear me. I'm tapping my leg right now, right? You can hear that. That's happening. Yeah, It's happening right now. And so when you're focusing your ears, I'm listening to it. I can feel it on my leg. Like that's what we're talking about. So feeling the water or feeling the breeze outside if you're walking or if you're sitting and meditation and breathing and feeling the breath come in and your belly expands and all of those things. Like that's what we're talking about when it comes to being present, which is, you know, essentially the gateway to connecting with yourself and spirituality and all of those things. So, okay. What comes up? Any questions? Does that make sense? Yeah. So the only thing that's going through my head now is like, how do I incorporate this into a relationship to be able to stop, you know, the in and out, the push and pull? Well, I think that if we think of this pattern you have, the wanting to be in, the wanting to be out, that's a physical manifestation of the pattern, right? So we're looking now at the very peak of the pyramid, Mm -hmm. right? And there's two other layers in between that, right? You've got the spiritual at the bottom, but we're not just going to skip up to the physical and say, okay, so how do I stop my pattern? (laughs) Yeah. We have to stop at the emotional rung for a little bit and do some of the emotional release work. And then we have to stop at the mental rung a little bit and work on the beliefs and the story that we tell ourselves and the story that we believe to be true about men, love, women, relationships, all of those things. So I don't think it's necessarily a fair expectation to put on yourself like, okay, I'm going to build this spiritual practice. I'm going to be with myself, blah, blah, blah. And then I want to get out of this pattern, right? It's kind of like... You know, you go into the gym and running on a treadmill for like 30 minutes a couple of times, and you're like, all right, I want to run a marathon. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> a few more steps. <laughs> um, not that it yeah. can't happen and not that you won't get there, but there's just a few more steps. And so then we're going to, you know, move to the emotional. And I know you've already been doing, you know, some inner child work and connecting with eight year old self, you know, with the loss of your father. And I think that there's probably more work to do or more emotional release to do around you know, helping that little girl find a sense of calm in all of the turbulence. I don't know if that's been a specific piece that you've looked at. I know you've looked at your father dying. I don't know if you've looked at, you know, just the chaos and helping her or helping to reparent her to give her that sense of, I know there's a lot going on. I know there's, you can't control it all. And it feels a little bit like a shit storm. I mean, you wouldn't say that to an eight-year-old, but I'm here for you and I've got you. And you can do this just to, you know, kind of be that rock for her and help her to release the pain and frustration, not just from living dad, but just from the trauma and the turbulence that she experienced in general. And then, and then we can move to the beliefs that you have about yourself. And I think almost the worthiness thing has almost become a belief rather than like a way you actually feel about yourself. And so then, then we can look at shifting the stories. And and then we can look at potentially using some affirmations or mantras, you know, if you believe them and if 
they feel resonant to begin to reprogram the mental thoughts, you know, and then from there, a lot of times the physical stuff just begins to naturally work itself out. It's not going to be your, it doesn't mean you're like totally in the clear and like, I am never going to be in this pattern ever, ever again. But, you know, if I have a client who has worked on the bottom three rungs before, and then they get into a relationship and it's the same pattern that they were in before, but instead of staying in the relationship for years, they only stay in the relationship for a few weeks before they realize you know, what the relationship really is. And then they get out like to them, sometimes that can feel really frustrating because they're like, damn it, I'm in the same goddamn relationship again. And they're frustrated or the same kind of pattern. And I'm like, hold on, you didn't waste a few years in the relationship. You only spent a few weeks and then you saw it and you got out, you set the boundary and you got out. That's huge. Right. And so that's how working out the physical stuff can almost happen naturally. Because if you've done the spiritual and the emotional and the mental work, like you're sovereign in how you want to feel, you're more sovereign in your boundaries and what's okay and what not and what's not okay. And so then when you get into that top rung and you're like dating or you're in a relationship and something feels not okay, it's much easier to say, hold on a second, something's not okay. And to actually do something about it or say something about it rather than just to, you know, try to make excuses for it or justify it or play it down or whatever it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. I totally see that. Great. Great. So what did you, what did you learn today? Well, yeah, that it all starts with me and on multiple layers, not just, oh, I worked on this one thing, so I'm good to go. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really a process. And I think that can lead to some of the frustration. You know, it's not like you do inner child work once or any kind of work once, and you're like, all right, I'm good. (laughs) It really just becomes, I think it becomes easier to manage, and there's less of the triggers and the blocks, but we're still human. So we're still going to get rejected sometimes, or we're still going to be disappointed sometimes, or we're still going to experience pain or get triggered or in some way. And we use these tools and it just becomes a way of managing it and relating to ourselves so that, you know, the quote unquote bad things that happen to us don't necessarily create crappy patterns. They just become bad things. And then we work through them, we heal from them, and then we can move on with our lives. Yeah. So the inner child work, it's not necessarily like Oh, I did that and and I sat with my eight year old and and we bonded and I loved her and we're good. Like Mm-mm. what you're saying, yeah, this is a mm-hmm. ongoing thing. It's just how you learn to deal with it, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And there might that be again, like I said, multiple areas to go back to childhood and look at. Like I know you've worked through like I said, you worked through your dad's dad's death, but you also said there was emotional abuse, there is trauma. So there's probably a lot of other stuff that yeah. your inner child needs you for as well. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you. Yeah. My pleasure. Let me know how this goes. Okay. Okay. We'll do. Thanks, Veronica. Thank you so much, Sherry, for your vulnerability and openness and willingness to be coach. It was such a pleasure to coach you. And I really believe that our conversation will help so many women listening. So thank you. Thank you. 
And by the way, if you want to be coached on the podcast, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast or drop me a DM on Instagram, or you can send me an email over at veronicagrant.com forward slash contact. Like I said, I will be doing some batch recordings in the next month or so for my maternity leave. So make sure that you get in if you want some free coaching with me. And by the way, I don't tell people what to ask or what they should be coached on. I don't even plan it out in advance in terms of like, this person's going to be coached on this and that person's going to be coached on that. The first time I'm ever hearing each woman's question is once we start recording and I say, hey, welcome to the show. What's your question? So I really let just whatever is present and true in the moment come up and it always works out and it always feels like it's in divine timing. And I really love Sherry's question because so much of what I coached her on and what came up during the episode relates so much to my upcoming inner child course. And so I think that this episode is a really great preview to the kind of work that I'm teaching you to do inside the inner child course. So if you like this episode, if it was resonant with you, then make sure you head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash inner child to sign up for the interest list. And when you sign up for the interest list, that is also the place that you'll receive a special offer for introductory pricing that will only be available for the first couple of weeks that the course is live. And you'll also get the first lesson for free, whether or not you end up joining the course. And I didn't mention this at the top of the show, but I want to mention it now, I will be offering 10 scholarships to the inner child course. And I'm really excited about these scholarship opportunities. So again, when you sign up at the link, I will send you some information about how to apply. There are five full scholarships, so 100% paid for, and there are five half scholarships and half scholarships, meaning half off the introductory pricing. So scholarships will be prioritized to women who have lost their job due to the coronavirus, those financially stuck in in abusive relationships, and other disadvantaged women such as their socioeconomic status, race, religion, or sexual orientation. So again, the link is veronicagrant.com forward slash inner child for all of that information and more. Okay, so let's talk about a couple things that happened in today's episode that I just want to reiterate and that I really want you to take away. So first is no new job, no new city, no new relationship, new trip, or even new outfit or new pair of shoes or anything like that will fill that seeking feeling that you might have. Now, for those of you that are into astrology or familiar with it, I'm a Sagittarius rising and Sagittariuses are the seekers of the zodiac. They're the wanderers, the travelers, the ones who are always wanting to and yearning to know more, see more, do more feel more, learn more. So if Sagittarius is strong in your chart, or especially if you have a Sagittarius sun, moon, or rising, you might feel this especially strong. And you might not have any Sagittarius in your chart. Well, we all have a little bit of everything, but you might not have strong Sagittarius and it still might be something that's really strong for you. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking. I think my desire to seek and to learn is actually what makes me a great coach because I want to keep learning. I want to keep digging into my own stuff and I can help other clients do that as well. But 
like anything, you can always have too much of a good thing. And at some point you have to pause and ask yourself what you're actually seeking. What are you actually not just seeking, but running away from and recognize that nothing will actually ever fill that desire to seek, to be fulfilled, so to speak, other than the connection with yourself. And this was a lesson that I had to learn hard in my 20s. And it involved a lot of traveling. It involved dating a lot of guys who I thought wanted to travel with me and ultimately meeting someone like Stevie who could serve more as my rock and my anchor. And that relationship allowed me to still have this seeking part of me, but not in a place where I was just seeking always for the next thing. The second thing we talked a lot about in my call are the four levels of transformation. And specifically, we talked about the spiritual realm, the emotional, mental, and physical. Now, I actually created this graphic for my upcoming inner child course, but you can take a peek at the graphic now over on the show notes page, which is veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 214. And I actually just got the idea to put this into a pyramid form, kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs when I was doing an exploratory call with someone for the love incubator. So if you're listening, you know who you are. So I made the graphic. It is done. It's not the prettiest thing. Maybe one day I'll hire someone to actually make it a little bit more pretty, but I think it definitely gets the job done. So, so much of the personal development space is all about the physical and the mental realms. It's like, do this, don't do that. Say this, don't say that or affirmations or mantras and stuff like that. And look, I think that stuff is important and it's part of the change, right? Like if you just sit there and psychoanalyze yourself all day long through your spiritual or emotional work and actually don't ever date, then your pattern's not gonna change. Nothing's really going to change in your life. But you have to start with the base of the pyramid, the foundation, and then one at a time work up until you get to the next rung, the next rung, the next rung. And then by the time you get to the physical realm, and that's the part that includes the texting and the communicating and the boundaries and the profiles and the stuff that we tend to stress about, a lot of that stuff kind of gets worked out kind of naturally. Because when you're able to focus on your spirituality, you can then connect with yourself and the universe and the greater world around you a little bit easier. And when you can do that, then you have the space and capacity to heal your emotional wounds. And when you do that, then you're able to connect with yourself and know how you feel and how you want to feel and how you don't want to feel. And when you do that, then it can help you with the thought patterns and the processes because that ultimately is what drives a lot of the fear. So when you're feeling better, you can often think better. And when you can feel better and when you can think better, then often your physical actions naturally change. Think about it. If you're thinking, oh, I'm not good enough for a relationship that I want, or I'm so scared of being heartbroken or being blindsided again, and you kind of date from that place, what kind of actions do you think that's going to create for you? Rather, if you do some of the work and you know exactly how you feel and you feel worthy and you've healed a lot of this pain or trauma, maybe around tiptoeing around your parents or walking on eggshells or whatever it is, then maybe you actually stop that pattern and ask for your boundaries and ask for what you want or need or don't want or need in a relationship. And then think about that. How is your dating life going to change? So like I told Sherry, you're more likely to intuitively know what decisions to make or not to make or what you need to do or not need to do for a current or potential relationship once you have the lower rungs of the pyramid worked out. So again, to check out that visual, veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 214. 
All right, my dear, that is today's episode. Like I said, I am so excited about my upcoming inner child course where I go deep into this process with you. So to get on the interest list, veronicagrant.com forward slash inner child. And when you sign up there, that is where you will receive an offer to join us at an introductory pricing level, which will only be available for the first two weeks the course is released, which will be super, super soon. Don't have the exact date at the time I'm recording this, but it will be likely early to mid-May. So like I said, pretty soon. And that's also the place you'll learn more about the scholarship opportunities if that applies for you and you're interested. And also you will get the first lesson of the course for free, whether or not you end up signing up for the course. So again, veronicagrant.com forward slash inner child. All right, my dears, I will talk to you next week with a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.